0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Not Your Normal Healing. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm here to help you heal. Beach Boys Bay in Trouble person or animal with cruelty or violent behavior, especially on a regular or repeated basis. There's different types of abuse, such as physical abuse, verbal abuse, mental abuse, self-neglect, and many more. Hey guys, this episode I'm going to discuss physical abuse. Physical abuse is any intentional act causing injury or trauma to another person by way of bodily contact. And there are different forms of physical abuse that I'll be touching base with this episode, domestic violence, sexual abuse, and child abuse. Domestic violence is violence or any other abuse in a domestic setting, such as in a marriage or a cohabitation. And cohabitation is basically two people who live together. Yeah. Two or more people. Here's that. Your roommate, your sister, your parents. What does what does domestic violence look like? There's no face to domestic violence. It don't discriminate. You could be any race, age, color, uh, sexual orientation, gender, anybody can be a victim or a perpetrator. In fact, many abusive partners may seem perfect in the beginning of the relationship.
1: Absolutely perfect.
0: Yeah, like the Lifetime movies where somebody gets swept off their feet by this charming person who just does it all. And then later they turn out to be super duper abusive the early signs of domestic abuse is verbal abuse which is basically when you use your words to hurt someone um, extreme jealousy they'll discourage you from seeing your friends and family and there's many reasons behind that but one of the reasons that I believe is, is like really strong the people closest to you notice when there's something going on with you
1: Absolutely. another one is Uh, withholding the purse strings, not allowing you to spend money, Mm -hmm. always asking for a receipt, Mm -hmm. needing to know what your bank account balance is, or you're looking at your call log or anything of that nature. Mm
0: -hmm. Giving you an allowance or you work and then you hand your whole check over. Yes, to that person and then
1: giving you 10 bucks to live on for the week right. stalking your Facebook page mm-hmm. asking why are you talking to this person mm-hmm. why are you talking to that person how could you be friends with that, that person you right. know better than that they don't want to be your friend they just want to get in your
0: mm-hmm. Um, another sign is they'll destroy your property um, pressure you to have sex
1: or outright rape you
0: yeah they have an angry streak. It's like a double personality they're They're completely charming, and then they just switch it up. That's an early sign of that you may be in a domestic um, abusive relationship.
1: Also, when it gets to a certain point, you'll know when the cycle is beginning to complete itself, you'll see the change come over that person. Uh, when I was a child, I had a stepfather who would I could physically see the the light go out of his eyes and Mm -hmm. know that something bad was really gonna happen like the signs for before a hurricane
0: yeah like they'll look like a completely different person absolutely
1: somebody i don't didn't even know
0: yeah the more physical side of the signs are hitting smacking hair pulling forbidding you from eating punching walls destroying your
1: property Mm -hmm. tearing up your clothes um hiding your car keys
0: Harming your kids or your pets. Taking
1: away uh, 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 your, your contact to the outside world. Mm-hmm. Taking your phone and hiding it from you. Breaking it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, re- forbidding you to see your family or friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, why does it happen? Why does domestic abuse happen?
1: That's an awesome question.
0: It stems from a desire to control people. People who are abusive, they have this, like, need to, to be in control of something.
1: Basically, because they're so out of control of themselves, they have to control something outside of themselves, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous, because control itself is an illusion. Right. No one can control another person, period. No one can control anyone but their own self and exactly. their own actions.
0: Um, and also, abusive people, in some cases, have experienced physical abuse, and they're power was taken away so their way to feel powerful is to do it to other people absolutely that's we call that repeating the cycle
1: in our family mm-hmm. um a lot of us have been uh domestically abused we've been very uh, all of the abused pretty much
0: so there's a few do's and don'ts for dealing with someone that you may know who's being um abused absolutely do ask if something's wrong absolutely it never hurts to ask. And, you, and
1: and if you know the person well enough, you can tell if they're not trying to tell you the whole truth.
0: Right. Exactly. That's the, Like I said earlier, the people closest to you can tell when something's off with you. No matter how much you try to tell yourself, oh, no, I'm I'm everything's fine. I'm normal. They, they'll never know.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things are minimizing things like that. If you do ask them, they'll say, oh, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Or he just lost his temper. Or she really didn't mean to hurt me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, don't wait for them to come to you.
1: No, if you see something, say something. Speak up. Quickly. Quickly, you might be saving someone's life.
0: Exactly. You really could. That day that you asked could be the day.
1: It very much could.
0: Do express concern. Don't judge or blame. Absolutely not. Don't, don't ever say,
1: well, if you didn't do this, then he wouldn't do that. Or, you know, if you had to just tried to fix yourself up more, you lose a few pounds.
0: I told you something was off about him from the jump.
1: Mm-hmm. When, in fact, most of the time we didn't tell him.
0: Right, exactly. Um, do listen and validate, but don't pressure them into telling more than what they're ready to, to share with you.
1: Don't. Don't say, well, you need to tell me everything and you need to tell me right now so we can do something about this. Yeah,
0: because we we want to help people, but you can't pressure someone into sharing something that they're not ready to share with you.
1: No, because a lot of times they have something called Stockholm syndrome, and Mm -hmm. they're still gonna be terrified that the the person's gonna find out. Mm -hmm. Um, For instance, when I was in a a domestic violence situation, I was afraid that if I went and filed a warrant against this person, that he would simply get bonded right back out and come home and kill me.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, Uh, a situation that I've dealt with too. Um, calling the cops and literally I was terrified. Remember when we, um, lived in ocean view, I was terrified. Like, Oh, is he out? Is he out? Is he out? I was terrified that he was going to come and kill me.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Um, do offer help, but don't give advice. That is, that scared me when I, when I read that don't give advice to someone who is being physically abused because you want to, you feel like your advice is, Mm -hmm. is helpful.
1: Yes. It feels like that you have to give advice sometimes, and mm-hmm. in, in the case, especially in the case of a mother to their child or a grandmother to their grandchild, mm-hmm. um, I want to say, no, little girl, what you need to do mm-hmm. is, and that's the absolute wrong thing to say, mm-hmm. because that makes that minimizes um, their control over their own situation. That mm-hmm. teaches them that they have no, they have no decision in the matter, that someone has to make their decisions for them, and that's not what they want to do, because that's already what's happening to them.
0: Right? Like, what are you doing? You are. You yeah. are controlling them. You're doing exactly what you're trying to get them out of. You need to do this. You you can't you can't do that to someone that is so vulnerable. At that moment.
1: And a lot of times a person needs to set themselves up to be able to get out of a situation like Mm -hmm. that. They have to be... They have to uh, have a a bag packed. They Mm -hmm. have to have enough money stored away. They have to have a a plan in place. They have to be mentally ready. They have to be mentally ready. They have to be emotionally ready. Mm -hmm. Because God forbid if an abuser Mm -hmm. comes and finds you after that... The honeymoon phase will strike again, he could kill you next time, mm-hmm. or she could kill you next time.
0: And they'll use their charm, oh I'm, I've changed, I, I went to therapy, I really love you, I, it won't be this way, I learned my lesson. When you left me it hurt me so bad, I swear to God I will never do that again. Exactly. Do support their decision, but don't place conditions over your support.
1: Well, you know, I'll help you get out. But you can never have contact with them again. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to see that name pop up on your phone if I'm sitting there beside you watching TV. Mm
0: -hmm. That's
1: wrong. That's wrong. That's completely wrong. That's absolutely wrong. You can't do that. If you're going to help someone, you're going to help them because it's the right thing to do, not because you want to bend them to your will.
0: Exactly. Because that can make it all the more worse in the long run. Absolutely. Because if they can't abide by your. Conditions. What are they going to do? They're going to run right on back. They are. Or they're going to run to the next person that's exactly like them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So there is a cycle that abusers go through. Absolutely. Um, abuse, guilt, excuses, normal behavior, fantasy and planning, and then the setup. And then the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm.
1: The honeymoon phase, I think, is the beginning of all of this. Because in the beginning, when, when any abuser, abusive relationship I've ever been in, I've always noticed that the abuser is extremely charming. Oh,
0: yeah. Ted Bundy. Oh, Look at my
1: him. God. Ted Bundy used guilt from people. Mm-hmm. He would wear a cask. In order to get people to stop and help him.
0: And he was a handsome man. He He was was charming. charming. Gorgeous. That's how he lured them in.
1: The worst abusive relationship I've ever been in. The man was so charming. He rescued me and my two small children from a hotel room in a hurricane. Mm -hmm. And then he ended up being a man who broke three of my ribs. And Mm -hmm. split my head open. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. Same man. So the cycle... um, the abuse in the cycle is your abuser, abusive partner will lash out with aggression they'll belittle you, use violent behavior and this treatment is to establish that like I, I got the power in this situation and how far can I go? I, this, I'm boss, I'm, I'm the boss here
1: and how far can I push this person mm-hmm. and the more you ignore it and pretend like that's not what's oh. happening the
0: worse it gets the worse, don't ever be afraid to uh, speak up absolutely not the next um part of the cycle is guilt when they feel guilty after abusing you but not because they hurt you because an abusive abusive person is an abusive person period they feel guilty because they're afraid that someone's going to find out
1: that they're going to go to jail Mm -hmm. that the family's going to think less of them that the boys are going to say hey man how you gonna put your hands on a woman Mm -hmm. or 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 even in female cases girl I, I ain't had... No, you had that
0: kind of personality. Mm-hmm. How could
1: you do that to that man? He's been good to you. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. stuff like that.
0: Um, The next part of the cycle is excuses, where they'll rationalize what they did. They'll make up excuses. They'll tell you that you provoked them to Absolutely. do it.
1: It's always your fault. Always.
0: Yeah. and And they'll do anything to avoid taking responsibility absolutely they, they'll acknowledge that they did it but it's not their fault at all no
1: no if you hadn't worn that short skirt i wouldn't have had to rip it off of you in public mm-hmm. if you hadn't have uh talked back to me and you know in front of my people then i
0: wouldn't have had to slap you in the face mm-hmm. same type of behavior exactly so then the next stage is normal behavior where they'll do anything in their power to make it normal again they'll they'll buy you gifts or you know they they gotta regain their control they they want you to they want to make sure that you stay you're not going anywhere oh I'll buy you a diamond ring or here's money go 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 take yourself out on a shopping spree Mm -hmm. they're gonna try to make it to where y'all's relationship seems normal again because it's a cycle
1: I got rose petals and candlelight uh, on from the same man who broke my ribs and uh, ended up giving me a concussion later on that same night.
0: Exactly. They they're charming. They'll do they know they know what to do to, mm-hmm. to make do. you temporarily forgive them. They know how to push your buttons. Mhm. And then next is the fantasy and planning where they begin to fantasize about how they're going to approach the next abuse. They're going to think about they're going to analyze everything that you're doing. Mhm. Oh, well, hmm, she's cooking dinner a little bit late. Yeah. Or, you know, she she checked the mail today. She only checks the mail on Tuesdays. They're, they're, think, they're looking of a different reason to attack again. Exactly.
1: And any excuse will do.
0: Mm-hmm. In their heads, everything makes sense. Absolutely. And then next, last but not least, is the setup. They're going to set you up. They're going to put you in a position where they feel it's perfect to attack again.
1: Yeah. See, girl, I told you I give you enough rope to hang yourself, and Mm -hmm. there you go again. Absolutely. See, and now it's gonna be my fault,
0: huh? Exactly. Absolutely. They they'll definitely make it seem like you are the reason to why they did it, so that once the cycle goes, they have an excuse.
1: And they have a scapegoat. That way, they don't have to be responsible for their own ridiculous behavior.
0: Yeah. They're gonna make it feel like you deserved what they gave to you. Absolutely. Why does it happen?
1: Mmm, that's a really good question.
0: Why does the cycle of abuse happen? Imagine an abuser with no cycle. They have no premeditated plan.
1: That's basically a serial killer, but they got premeditated plans too. Yeah, However, absolutely. Uh, abusers are creatures of habit. They're creatures of paranoia. Yep. They have these demons inside of them that tell them that they're not good enough. So, therefore, they're going to force the idea on the rest of the world that they are good enough. Even if they have to beat it into you.
0: Also, the cycle also um, ensures that you stay, alo- you stay around. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Because they can't be an abuser without an
0: abusee. Exactly. So, the next form of physical abuse is sexual abuse. And oh, yeah. And sexual abuse refers to the sexual behavior or sexual act forced upon someone man woman child anyone without consent
1: absolutely or 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 unwanted attention as well Mm -hmm. um a lot of men think it's it's cute to make um sexual comments like damn girl that ass is fat yeah um i can't honestly say there's any female that i know that would actually consider dating a man who would say something like that to her well
0: there are some women who who think that that's acceptable but i feel like they have other Low issues self-esteem yeah, they have other issues too right um sexual violence is a, persa- a persuasive problem in america one in three women and one in four men experience sexual violence in their lifetime and that's not even like that's underestimated because due to shame and fear that prevent people from coming forward and reporting it. As
1: Alex and I were talking before this podcast, we ventured both to agree that every single female in our family, not female, but woman, Woman, has been sexually um, violated in some way, whether it just be an inappropriate comment, a touch, uh, out and out sexual abuse, Mm -hmm. or something of that nature. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Every single one. And that's kind of scary because it happens in a lot of families, but people don't recognize it for what it is.
0: People don't speak up either.
1: No, they don't. They, they
0: keep it to themselves. They they put it deep, deep down to yes. where they don't even have to think about it.
1: Yes, because there's a stigma attached to that, that, oh, I must have done something wrong. I mm-hmm. shouldn't have worn that outfit. I should have known better than to go out with those girls. Uh, I put myself in that place, positioned to be fit for that to happen, or... You know, I should have been, shouldn't have been drinking that night. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have been alone in the room with that guy Mm -hmm. or, you know, or even a a child. As a child, I always thought, you know, I should have uh, worn more clothes when my stepfather was going to tuck me in to say goodnight. Mm -hmm. And, And that way maybe his unwanted attentions in his hands would not roam. That's ludicrous. He's the adult.
0: I was the child. hmm And you don't know any better.
1: No, I didn't at the time. So, there... I learned quick, though.
0: There are a few apps, free apps, that you can download, um, consent apps on your phone, um, where you both take a picture, and you both write your signature, and that is consent. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, there are. That's um, Yeah. There's um, one called Consency, Say Yes, and Yes is Yes, and they're free on both iPhones and Androids. Excellent so you mentioned drunk and i was just thinking some people are so out of it that they don't you know what i'm saying they don't know what's going on and they're just under the influence so that app definitely or you may think oh yeah well you know she kissed me good night let me follow her into her house yes
1: or push my way in because she's drunk and she's gonna pass out so i can go ahead and do it and then you know the the the, the person will wake up the next day with a soreness and a wet spot and go hey i didn't consent to anything that's just wrong I didn't say yes
0: yeah absolutely That everybody doesn't end up like Meredith and Derek
1: no they don't they really don't and everybody does not from my generation end up like Luke and Laura (laughs) which I think you know a lot of times women have this idea in their head that it's romantic for a man to push her up against the wall and pin her down or whatever no It might be fun if you want it to happen, Mm -hmm. but a lot of guys misread your signals.
0: And a lot of social media um, normalizes this.
1: Absolutely. They definitely normalize
0: it and and that doesn't make it okay. Social media is really brainwashing people so bad to normalizing things that are not okay. It's gotten to the point where when I was doing my research on this, I was like, wow, I didn't even know that that was considered uh, sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So, that, those apps are free on both iPhones and Androids. Also,
1: there's one other form of sexual abuse that I'd like to touch on. Um, parents um, normalizing sexual behavior in front of their children. Oh, yeah. That is wrong. Mm-hmm. A parent using sexual terms or cute names for their body parts, mm-hmm. which we'll touch on later, mm-hmm. uh, in front of their children. I think that's wrong. Exposing a child to pornographic material. That's wrong, it's extremely 100% wrong. wrong. Because a child does not uh, have the ability to understand. Okay, this does things to my body, but I don't want it. I, I don't have the emotional capacity to be able to have handle this. I think it's okay because it feels good.
0: I've seen my mom do it. I seen my dad do it.
1: Uh, exactly. So they're in there. They're in the room, and I know they're not moving furniture in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's not okay. That is definitely a form of sexual violence, yeah. sexual Absolutely. abuse. I was watching this movie the other day for colored girls and there was a a woman there who was sexually assaulted or she was actually raped by someone who she went on a date with Uh he walked her home from work every day and he i mean every day begged her can i please take you on a nice date he charmed her and then um on their second date you know he manipulated her into to inviting him into her house to cook and then he just got naked and assaulted her and that is that's not okay just because you take someone on a date or just because someone kisses you goodnight, doesn't mean that they are giving you the okay to um sexually abuse them so consent is definitely a big thing when it comes to sexual abuse or or dating in general
1: unless you look someone in the eye and say i want you to make love to me right then that is not consent
0: 80 percent of sexual assaults are committed by someone the survivor knows such as a neighbor a family member or even romantic partners that is
1: not to say don't teach your child stranger danger because stranger danger is real Mm -hmm. that's true but the majority of people who are sexually abused as children happens by someone they know Mm -hmm. uh a, a parent
0: someone they trust
1: uh yes um, a church youth leader mm-hmm. uh, athletic director the boy scouts of america has a huge lawsuit against them right now
0: sexual abuse can lead to shock fear sadness anxiety and depression disorders
1: basically drug abuse mm-hmm. hypersexuality obesity obesity mm-hmm. um long term of...
0: long term effects
1: yeah i'm 60 <laughs> still got problems
0: what are the signs that someone someone is being abused some signs are avoiding specific people or places persistent sadness and depression low self-esteem disturbed sleep or nightmares self-harming behavior and suicidal thoughts
1: changes in appetite changes Mm -hmm. in grades hypersexuality Mm -hmm. um definitely drug and alcohol abuse Mm -hmm. all of a sudden this this straight-a kid his grades have plummeted and they're like hanging out with people that you don't even know and doing all these crazy things that you never thought your kid would do
0: mm-hmm. absolutely um what are the signs or sorry if you're concerned that a loved one is suffering sexual abuse asking them gently but directly can lead to relief support and even treatment therapy
1: let, yeah, basically, that's just saying, honey, I, I know you and I love you and I care about what happens to you and I can see there's something going on with you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about it?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How to identify and address a child sexual abuse, um, genital injuries, like bruises or bleeding, inappropriate sexual behavior or knowledge, regressing back to habits they had before, like bedwetting, thumb sucking. Um, a new fear of removing, removing clothes to change or bathe because you know they have anxiety. They've experienced something traumatizing, so now they're afraid. They feel like this is gonna happen anytime you know I take off my clothes around mm-hmm. someone. Exactly. A new fear of being alone at night or having nightmares, new discomfort or anxiety around certain adults? Absolutely. No,
1: I don't want to go over there and give grandpa a hug.
0: Mm-hmm. Or,
1: or no, no, don't make me do that. I don't want to go.
0: Mm-hmm. And listen to your children. Um, excessive worry or fear, extreme agitation or angry outbursts, withdrawal from family and friends. Those are all signs that a child may be being sexually abused. Right. If, if my kid always wanted to
1: play baseball, then all of a sudden he came home one day... His underwear were stained and he said he never was going to play baseball again. That would be like a a raging sign to me. Hey, what's going on at that ball field?
0: Yeah, any kind of of behavior change is a sign in your child. Pay attention to your kids. Talk to your kids. Some kids may bring it up on their own, but some may not. They may be afraid to
1: to talk about it. Absolutely, because the abuser will tell them that... um, they, they're just a bad kid. They'll tell their mom or dad that it was their fault. Um, some abusers will go as far as to say, I'll kill your mom. I will kill your dog. I will, uh, I'll, I'll get your little brother or your little sister too.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and so they're afraid to say something. So just talk to your kids. Pay attention to them. Um, give them knowledge. Let them know that certain stuff is not okay.
1: And also just let them know that no matter what happens to them, they can always come to you. And, no matter what.
0: And another thing is teach them the the anato- mm-hmm. anatomically correct term for anatomically. their anatomically correct <laughs> term for their um, body parts. Absolutely. Um if a kid was to say someone touched my vagina, they're going to get a faster response than someone touched my cookie.
1: Absolutely. Because you know, a lot of adults will be like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, mm, I- Yeah, okay, I'm not really going to go with that.
0: Right, exactly. Some parents think their kids are too young or they teach their kids that the actual term for their body part is a cuss word or that somehow teaching them nicknames will keep their innocence a little bit longer, but there's a difference between innocence and ignorance. Absolutely. Ignorance is dangerous.
1: Ignorance can be deadly.
0: Exactly why does child sexual abuse happen Uh, that's really a hard answer
1: it's an impossible answer there are many
0: factors that could play roles such as drug abuse alcohol abuse childhood traumas uh, sex addiction the need for power and control because like I said before they may have experienced it themselves Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's something that's passed down sadly I was watching law and order one day and there was an episode where this little boy was at school or something and he was sexually abusing one of his friends Mm -hmm. and then come to find out his older brother was doing it to him and then they found out that their uncle or their dad or something was doing it so it's literally passed down it's and and it's sad that it happens like that but and that's why you need to teach your kids that it's not okay
1: definitely not okay and, and I can't emphasize enough that you have to make a safe place
0: Mom.
1: you have to make um, a safe place for your child you have to let them know in no uncertain terms that your children can t- come to you with anything mm-hmm. whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's scary whether it's, it's just awful mm-hmm. and that you're not going to blow your stack, you're not going to get mad at them mm-hmm. that you will listen without judgment and that you, if someone is hurting them in any way, that you will definitely put a stop to it
0: yeah exactly. Um, and another reason is psychological disorders. Yeah. They may not be able to register right from wrong. Some adults are just they just don't have the the mental capacity to understand this is not okay.
1: And, and on that note that's a that's a very rare thing. Uh, most adults know right from wrong. Most adults do know right from wrong. Most adults most adults have an ingrained ability to know that hey this is wrong Mm -hmm. however when confronted with um their hideous acts they will uh say you know that that it happened to me and nobody did anything Mm -hmm. that does not justify
0: that behavior if you didn't like it why would you think someone else does Right, exactly. Abusive people are in control of their behavior. Don't let them tell you any different. Absolutely not. Because you know what? They can control it when when it's needed to be, well not when it's needed, but in their mind when it's needed to be controlled. Absolutely. An adult's not going to molest a child in front of a police officer.
1: Or a clergyman. Exactly. Or their mom.
0: Exactly. I mean,
1: maybe in some very sick cases they would. However, um, I don't believe that's the norm. I think that, that Uh, childhood sexual abuse is far more prevalent than people give it credit for Mm -hmm. I think that the shame and the the guilt and the stigma attached is a, a big deal about people not bringing it up it doesn't happen in my house no um and if a child tells you that they would I mean a lot of some parents would say no don't talk about it don't talk about it I don't want, you know, Susie Joe down the street to find out that that's happening in my house. Mm-hmm.
0: Or your uncle would never do such a thing. Why, how, why are you lying?
1: How dare you speak that way about uh, our pastor
0: mm-hmm. or,
1: you know, what, or your baseball coach or whatever.
0: Exactly. So how to prevent sexual abuse. The goal of preventing sexual violence is to stop it from happening in the first place. Absolutely. And some ways to stop it from happening, like I said, are learn about it, start conversations, normalize talking about it. It's not, it's not something that should go unspoken.
1: Sex is a natural part of life. Mm-hmm. And when people dirty that, it makes things
0: difficult to talk about, right.
1: very uncomfortable. But knowledge is power. If a child knows what's making them uncomfortable and that it's wrong, mm-hmm. they'd feel much more, much more easy about coming to you and telling mm-hmm. you about it.
0: And not just a child, your friend, your sister. They could be being sexually abused and, and don't want to talk about it because it's uncomfortable. Normalize having these conversations. It's healthy.
1: Or the girl at work that suddenly has to go on a 30 minute break with you know her supervisor mm-hmm. because he's promising her whatever, right. a, a promotion or a, a, a better office or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those things do not need
0: to happen. Exactly. And some people don't speak about it. Another way to prevent it is to promote respect safety boundaries in your everyday life um teaching your kids boundaries teaching them consent at an early age so that they don't have to learn about it in the wrong case teach exactly. them to ask before touching people
1: absolutely and
0: don't absolutely. force them to to touch people do not force them to hug people that they're not comfortable with hugging
1: yeah if uncle julius wants to slobber in my ear i'm not gonna want to hug him don't make me
0: exactly don't make me your child's not gonna not want to hug a loved one for no reason
1: exactly there's got to be some reason
0: um uh also asking your friends not to make hurtful jokes or or sexual jokes if it makes you uncomfortable even if it doesn't make you uncomfortable you never know who else is uncomfortable and is afraid to speak up
1: in this day and age everybody's worried about racial jokes Mm -hmm. racial slurs these things and those things what we're forgetting about is the things that are fundamental to our children, mm-hmm. that are fundamental to us as human beings. If you know that that something's going to be hurtful, don't say it.
0: Exactly. And don't
1: tolerate it if your friends do.
0: And, and you know, some people have a dark sense of humor, but not everyone does. And some people get offended. And it's not okay ever to make a sexual joke. No, it's not. Um, the last form of Physical abuse I'm going to talk about is child abuse. That's
1: a scary one. Mm -hmm. I hate that one. I hate
0: that one. Although there's many other forms of physical abuse, um, this one is very, 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 very important. While we're talking about um, child sexual abuse, I wanted to get on child physical abuse. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Child abuse is when a parent or a caregiver, whether through action or failure to act, Causes injury, death, emotional harm, or risk of serious harm to a child. Absolutely. Every year, more than 3 million reports of child abuse are made in the United States.
1: Not to mention the ones that aren't reported.
0: Exactly. There's many different types of child abuse. Physical yeah, really. abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, and child neglect.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Um, The signs in a parent that they are abusing, physically abusing their child is they can't or won't explain an injury of a child or if they do, it they explain it in a way that makes no sense at all. Right. What happened to your kid? Oh, um he, he fell off a tree and um, bumped his head and that's how he got a black eye. Right. Well, little Timmy doesn't know how to walk. Well, right, how did exactly. that happen?
1: Yeah, that doesn't happen.
0: Um, they'll display aggression to a child or they're overly anxious about a child's behavior they're always mad any anything that the child does it just makes them so mad that you know they're they're they just are so aggressive to them they'll talk down on them or you know if they're not comfortable enough to abuse them around you it's it's super aggressive aggressive behavior
1: one of the things that i see in my day-to-day is I will tell uh, a customer that comes into the store that I work in, your child is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Huh, you ought to see her at home. Right. Why? Your child is beautiful.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Why Why, dis- why discount that? The child lights up when I say she's beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't
1: and, discount that.
0: And that sticks with the child forever. It certainly does. Imagine that same parent that said that about their child at the store with their husband and... And you know, you tell them, Oh, you're so beautiful, and the husband's like, hmm, Well, huh, wait till you see their, her at home.
1: Mm-hmm. She's a she demon,
0: mm-hmm. exactly. Well, mm-hmm. she's beautiful, and that's all that matters. Um, another physical assign a physical sign in the parent is they'll delay or prevent medical care for a child.
1: That's the scary one.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, What I see a lot, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts about um, true crime and stuff. What I see a lot are parents who are afraid to take their kids to the doctor because they broke a bone and they're afraid that, you know, CPS will get involved. In some cases, um, the the parent may not have abused the child and the child may have broken their arm on their own. But that doesn't mean that you have to prevent medical care
1: one of these things that I remember the most about that is when you were three years old Mm -hmm. you fell off my front porch Mm -hmm. and I took you to the hospital and I was like okay they're gonna think somebody's gonna hurt hurt this child and she broke her leg Mm -hmm. and when I took you to the hospital all they kept saying was oh my god she's beautiful (laughs) Grandma, you're so lucky look at her oh come here you cute little thing and I was all those fears were for nothing I'm not saying that there aren't misdiagnoses of child abuse mm-hmm. because there are. However, most cases, doctors can tell. Yeah, absolutely. Nurses, m- medical care professionals they are trained. trained. Yes, they're trained to recognize the signs and symptoms. Now, if I brought you back four times absolutely. more that year with a broken leg, then absolutely there would have been a problem.
0: However, I broke a lot of bones. <laughs> yes, you in did in my cause... life. And also one one time, me and Davanna had broken bones at the same time, yes, and my you mom did. was terrified. Oh my goodness, they would yes, think God. I'm in here abusing yes. my kids.
1: Yes, God. Devonna <laughs> broke her arm, and I think you broke your leg at the mm-hmm. same time. I broke my ankle. Yep. Yes, absolutely at the same time, and that's kind of scary, but you know, when you have a lot of kids, you have a lot of problems. Yeah, but, there was you know, a lot of there, us. Yeah, there, there's a lot of us.
0: But don't case. let that fear make you prevent your child from getting medical care. Like she said, these people are trained professionals. They can tell.
1: Absolutely. And also, if they do end up getting CPS involved, CPS will come to your house. Mm-hmm. They will investigate. They will find out how this actually happened don't be afraid of those people those people are here to protect our children child
0: protective services
1: make sure that you understand that they're also there to protect you
0: people look at cps as a bad thing in some cases they may be a little overwhelming yes but their job is to protect children they want to get children out of harmful environments.
1: right right they do and that's, that's that's a good thing for your child. Mm-hmm. If there is a harmful environment, say you're divorced mm-hmm. and um, your child is not being um, watched appropriately when you're not around, uh, your ex is not around, whatever, and they get hurt, then you want them to know.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: want them to find out and investigate. You want to keep your child safe.
0: And, they, and like she said, they can protect you as well. Yes, they can. Physical signs in a child that they're being physically abused, injuries, to a child who isn't crawling like i said the little timmy who fell out the tree and got a black eye
1: yeah that's 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 really scary bruises on a baby is never a good thing
0: why does it why does this baby have a bruise right um visible and severe injuries without any explanation right and um injuries in a distinctive shape
1: There are some, also, there are some medical conditions that do cause physical uh, appearances that appear to be something that they're not, but upon investigation, again, by CPS and trained medical professionals, they could diagnose a medical inconsistency that needs to be taken care of, which would make it a good thing.
0: Um, Zachary, He has Mongolian spots. They look like bruises. Yes. He has them on his, um, on his ankle and on his back. Yes. They've been there since he's been born. Yes. I thought the doctor did something like, why does my, my newborn baby have a bruise on his leg? But that's when they notified me like, this is something that, you know, people are born with. Right, right. Um, the behavioral signs, aggression towards peers or pets, afraid of parents or other adults... Fear, withdrawal, depression, anxiety. They'll wear long sleeve shirts out of season mm-hmm. to, to hide, to cover up stuff. Yes. Um, violent themes in art.
1: Yes, absolutely. I was just telling Alice before a podcast as well. My son one time drew a picture of his mom and his dad and himself. His dad, uh, my, his dad is Caucasian, and he had colored his face extremely black in a violent way. Mm-hmm. Um, he also colored himself in red very very red and it was scary as hell when the teacher took me into the office and said hey look at this but at the same time I'm also glad because it made me recognize um, that I had to get my child away from that situation Mm -hmm. and I did and my child is now 38 years Mm -hmm. old and he still can't say I love you he says I love my mom Mm -hmm. which is kind of scary but it's okay because Mm -hmm. that's how he communicates with me and I'm okay with that
0: exactly Um, another well this was an abuse case but um um talking about children with art um Jada when she first started school she uh, first started learning how to draw Mm -hmm. she drew a family picture and I'm short but her dad is taller than me and in the picture her dad was standing on the ground but I was floating in the air so it looked like he was holding me and the teacher was like uh is there something you want to talk about? And then we figured out she doesn't know how to draw short people. Everybody's heads have to be at the same level,, yes. and I was just floating in the air. Right. But um, they definitely do express through art. They do.
1: Mm-hmm. They do. Um, if a child witnesses a violent act or a sexual act, they will sometimes use art to, as therapy, they'll come through and draw pictures. And use of a lot of reds and blacks mm-hmm. or dark colors are, are a big indicator.
0: Mm -hmm, definitely another sign is um nightmares insomnia or they'll actually report the injury or abuse yeah um and immaturely or are acting immature or acting out like a, a a great kid who just out of nowhere starts misbehaving but drastically
1: yes a kid who uh had straight a's all year who's in the fifth grade and getting ready to move on to to be a rising sixth grader who suddenly starts wearing long sleeves and sweats all the time Mm -hmm. um who doesn't want to do the things that they used to do who refuses to eat or constantly overeats Mm -hmm. whose grades have plummeted all of a sudden from being a b plus to a failing in everything who starts skipping school and hanging out with people that you have no idea who they are
0: They'll start um, being mean to other people as well.
1: Yes, they will. Yes, they will. They'll push people away because people hurt them. So they got to push them away. So they won't hurt them
0: too. Um, signs of... Signs that a parent is sexually abusing their child. Um, an, an unstable adult around all the time. That that one person that just makes you feel you super you uncomfortable. Can they I have this weird okay, well, relationship with the child. That And not just... Someone who actually cares John, about the child, mommy. but someone who um, takes the child on visit. constant dates are, you know, that 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 it gives you an uneasy feeling. That yes.
1: a mom who suddenly uh, has their son as their partner, mm-hmm. like he's the, her husband, like it's his now his responsibility to do everything, mm-hmm. or a uh, uh, husband. Who, or a man who basically te- treats his wife better than or treats his daughter better than he treats his wife mm-hmm. or or her her siblings um yeah all of a sudden this kid has to go everywhere with him this kid is his date she, he he buys her presents and no one else mm-hmm. that's a big red flag great big red flag
0: yeah exactly you got a uh, three or four kids and this one child gets everything dates and and it's just uneasy things that make you feel uneasy that is a sign that is a sign not saying that when that happens that is the case but like I said pay attention to your kids
1: as an example I had an uncle uh who I have one sister and once my sister was very girly and very very feminine and I was a tomboy my uncle would only take my sister to sit in the front seat Mm -hmm. when we went somewhere if we went somewhere, he would keep her with him the whole time. Like if we went to an amusement park or something, he would give me money and have me go run off and do whatever. But he would go and play the games to win her teddy bears and things like that. And I was the one that got to, you know, just basically run buck wild. Mm-hmm. And and years later, after after his passing, my sister finally came to me and admitted that he was sexually abusing her the whole time.
0: Yeah, that's that's crazy. It is. Um, Another thing is... Um, where these adults know that a child is uh, or a teenager or something is sexually active so they think that it's okay. Like, oh, well, she does it anyway.
1: Exactly. She might as well just be doing it here. Exactly. Well, she was just a little hell from the start. Mm-hmm. Or I've heard the girl was hot in the ass from the beginning mm-hmm. the whole time. The way she dressed, the way she acted, the way she talked. Hypersexuality in a child, male or female, is a big red flag. Absolutely. Something's going on.
0: Absolutely. Um, another sign is when, uh, a parent relies on a child for emotional support, uh, um, emotional support, um, in an excessive way.
1: Yes. Yes. Like, you have to, you have to hug me. You have to kiss me.
0: Come on here. the
1: mouth. On the mouth. At all times. I had a stepfather who wanted to kiss me on the lips. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, like gross.
0: No, that's, that's not okay. No, that it's is not. That is actually, um, being sexually violent to a child. Um physical signs in a child that a child is being sexually abused difficulty sitting or walking uh torn or stained or bloody undergarments frequent infections and stuff like that
1: yeah sexually transmitted diseases Mm -hmm. um hypersexuality Mm uh knowledge of sexual behavior that you have no idea where they got that from. Right. Uh, why was, why does my child know what fellatio is? That's ridiculous.
0: Exactly. Where would they learn this from? And and don't get me wrong. Uh, these days, the internet exposes kids to a lot, but, you know, parental control.
1: Yes, exactly. Because know what your kids are doing. Exactly. Know what they're watching. Know what they're listening to.
0: If you don't like it, if it makes you uncomfortable, then they shouldn't probably be listening to it. If a child stumbles across something on the internet that is sexual, what do you think a child is going to do? I mean, some kids may tell, but other kids may get curious. Yes,
1: and and some kids will giggle and show other kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying that kids abuse other kids, but they do. They do.
0: They They absolutely do. 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 And
1: I'm not saying that that's necessarily abuse, but sooner or later, somebody's got to speak up. Mm -hmm. Somebody's got to say, no, don't do that to my child.
0: Teach your children. Don't Talk ex- to them. Exactly. Um, behavioral signs is they don't want to change clothes. They they, they have this new fear of changing their clothes to, to take baths. or. You may see
1: the blood in their underwear. Mm-hmm. And that's going to cause a big stink. And they don't want a big drawn out deal about it. Because then they're going to have to tell. And they're going to be put on the spot. Mm-hmm. They don't want to know. They don't want anybody to know. Also, they don't want to change clothes. Because taking their clothes off period makes them feel exposed Mm -hmm.
0: exactly um uh, with withdrawal depression anxiety aggression poor self-image or lack of confidence someone who's been uh, molested or violated it makes it does something to their confidence
1: it does it makes their self-esteem plunder
0: Mm -hmm. they always feel like it's going to happen again or someone knows Yes. So, you know, it, it messes with their confidence. Absolutely. A sudden decline in schoolwork like we talked about earlier. Sleep disturbance. Suddenly acting out like we talked about earlier. Um, those are signs that, a behavioral signs, that a child is being sexually abused. Pay attention. Pay close attention, not only to your kids. But, but other kids as well. Exactly.
1: I have a lot of kids, and I've noticed when other kids come around, if one of them kind of wants to hang back and maybe talk to me mm-hmm. like they want to know what's going on um they just want to be able to talk to me you know I, obviously I would sit and listen and yeah and because of that I got a couple of kids out of a very abusive physically abusive sexually abusive situation mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm thankful for that I will never regret helping a child never ever
0: yeah and that's that's me too I have this this healing personality where if I notice something in someone I, I will ask Is her grandma's child. (laughs) I would definitely ask. Um, another sign or another type of child abuse is emotional abuse.
1: Oh yeah. That's a good one.
0: Um, physical signs that a parent is emotionally abusing their child is they'll ignore them all the time, they'll criticize, yell at them, blame them for things. Even if it's
1: not their fault.
0: Exactly. Even if it's the parents, if the parent is going through something yes they're gonna blame that child um they'll play favorites with the with the siblings they'll have um, stormy relationships with other adults when discussing that particular topic right how
1: dare you tell me how to raise my child yeah exactly. You don't do such a great job with your own kids how are you gonna mm-hmm. tell me or you ain't got no kids how are you all of a sudden gonna be an expert on parenting
0: mm-hmm. exactly um and Um, alcoholism and drug abuse that is these that leads to a lot of of things a lot of me
1: it was numbing the the Mm thoughts taking the pain away Mm -hmm. if I was intoxicated I didn't have to feel it Mm -hmm. I would take myself out of out of my own square nope don't want to think about this right now let me go drink a couple of bottles of vodka and I'll be fine Exactly.
0: What does emotional abuse do to a child mentally? Mm-hmm. It delays their development. They'll uh, start wetting the bed or are reverting back to their their other things that they've overcome. Speech disorders, health problems, weight problems. Yep. You know, if you're calling your kid fat all the time, mm-hmm. you're gonna. Yeah, what they're going to grow up fix? to
1: be fat. When I was a child, I was told, you're going to grow up to be in the penitentiary. So, guess what? I did.
0: Mm-hmm. Or, they may not grow up to be fat, but they'll start battling with eating disorders.
1: Anorexia, mm-hmm. bulimia. And they will see themselves as fat, even if they're weighing 98 pounds soaking wet and they're 5 feet 10.
0: hmm Behavioral signs that um, a child is being emotionally abused. um, habits like sucking biting rocking like anxious anxious behavior absolutely. learning disabilities
1: speech disabilities mm-hmm. suddenly reverting to baby talk
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh suddenly acting like they're two or three years old all of a sudden
0: or um being too adult
1: absolutely a child who would rather hang out with the adults or focus on cleaning the house or making sure the room is clean mm-hmm. my oldest child god forbid was more concerned about organizing and keeping her room clean than she was about being a little girl and that was a big red flag that was when i knew something was wrong
0: Mm -hmm. um and another behavioral sign is suicidal thoughts and behavior if you're if you're not emotionally there for your child and you're their parent who else can they go to you know they'll feel like they have no one
1: they have to have a safe place they Mm -hmm. have to
0: um, another form of child abuse is neglect, and I did not know that there were so many different types of neglect until I did research. Um, physical neglect, medical neglect, emotional le- neglect, and educational neglect. Absolutely. Um, physical signs that a parent is um, neglecting their child, they'll display lack of care towards the child. Like, oh, that will be all right, you know. Uh-huh. He, he does this all the time. Let him do whatever i don't care um they'll deny that the child actually has a problem
1: absolutely
0: um they'll view their child negatively um or speak negatively about them all the time right um and they'll rely on the child for their care their own care and well-being like oh you you they can do it
1: I don't yep. care if you're four years old. You need
0: to clean your room now, damn it. Absolutely. Um, I was watching Hoarder, or was it Hoarder? No, it was My 600 Hundred Pound Life. The mother had a four-year-old changing the laundry. Uh-huh. He, I mean, he's four. Uh-huh,
1: exactly. Four years when old. When I was 12, I, I knew how to balance a checkbook, run the whole house, do all the laundry, keep everything clean, and make dinner. And it had to have it done. I was
0: 12. I didn't know how to be a child. I had no clue. Mm, that is sad signs in a child, they're often hungry, low body weight, often tired, hygiene problems, um, untreated medical or dental problems.
1: Absolutely. Or, if you can look at a child and you, and three days later, they're still wearing the same clothes, you need to ask why. Right. What, what's going on with you? Are you okay? Can I help you? I mean, when you want to come to my house and take a shower, I'm not trying to be creepy, but, um, hey, I got some clean clothes and some clean towels. Would you like to freshen up a bit?
0: I got... You know, I can help you. Exactly. Don't let their parent um, make you feel uncomfortable for trying to help. If you notice that there's something wrong. Yes. Speak up. Yes.
1: Sometimes parents just get overwhelmed as well. And it may not necessarily be neglect. Sometimes a parent just is simply overwhelmed. And a helping hand is always a good thing. Exactly.
0: Absolutely. Um, who uh, Who neglects children most of the time? um the children know who these people are most of the time it's their parent or their their caregiver exactly why do they do it once again because they have dealt with this before or they just are not they don't have the right knowledge on how to raise a child or drug abuse or they just don't care I don't know necessarily
1: that sometimes they don't care. I think they don't know how to care Mm -hmm. because they were never taught by their uh, family of origin how to be a parent. Mm -hmm. I was never taught. I didn't know how to cook. I didn't know how to to do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. When I became a parent, I mean, obviously I, I had to learn for myself. Right. But, you know, some people are too embarrassed to say, hey, can you help me? I mean, can you teach me how to do this? I really
0: don't know how. And there are a lot of, like, mommy groups and stuff where people literally ask questions like this. Seek help.
1: I can't say this enough. If you're a parent and you don't know how, Google it.
0: Exactly. Go- I know you got a
1: Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Ask one of your friends that's doing really good. Say, hey, uh, my kid's not responding to this. Can you tell me how to do this a different way? Mm-hmm. And they may
0: be able to give you a tip. Another reason, um, divorce. Yeah, and, that's and in a the, big one. In the podcast I listen to, a lot of them are one parent is upset about a divorce, so they take it out on the kid. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: And You're not, just like your damn daddy. hmm Absolutely. And I in heard some, that my whole life. In some cases, the child ends up dead. Yes. They do it to get a reaction out of the other parent. Yes. Um, And another reason is postpartum, post-partum depression. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. If you know someone who has the symptoms of postpartum depression, please help. Please if it's do. not physically, reach out to them. Let them know that they have support. Just say, hey,
1: can I come over and sit, play with the baby for like an hour so you can take a bath or do whatever you need to do?
0: Exactly. How to prevent it. Try to understand your child. Get help with drug addiction or alcohol problems. Watch your word. Well, take time out get involved help a friend or neighbor like we said I have a couple of resources that I will add to the description in this video for um, every type of abuse that we listed in this podcast I'll also have the consent apps and um, websites and phone numbers that you guys can call thank you for listening thank you Bye bye. one last thing before oh.
1: we go I just want to say things like this Or what helps heal our family. And if by any chance you could reach out to someone else in your generation. The generation before you. The generation after that. Or the generation after that in my case. Please by all means do. It's very healing. Mm -hmm. Bye bye.